Hello, welcome to the Easy English Podcast, episode 15. Yoo-hoo! <laughs> That's my hello for today. We're, we're having to, I'm currently doing a thing where I'm sort of doing um, finger pointing because we have, we are doing an impromptu podcast um, in Germany and we forgot to bring all of our gear, so we're using one microphone. And in order for the interactive transcript to work, we have to take turns to record individually yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah so today is a bit different we will talk after each other very natural and um but it's a special one because we will have our very first guest yes our very first guest uh, you probably already know who they are because the, our first guest is um, as we, I would have, will already mention when we speak to them, is the Inceptor. He was the Leonardo DiCaprio character in Inception. With when it comes to the Easy Languages podcast franchise universe thing, it is Manuel who is the host, one of the two hosts of the Easy German podcasts, together with Karina, who is yeah the um, founder, kind of the helper founder birth helper midwife midwife of all the easy languages podcasts so also this podcast he helped us set it up um he delivered the easy english baby he did and a coffee lover burden Cy lover cycle enthusiast cycle enthusiast organizing lover and tech wizard tech wizard yeah and The most important fact, which is important for today, as Mitch, a big, big Oasis fan. That's what it's all about today. Yeah, so we hope you enjoy the podcast. Here we go. Excuse me, sorry, um, do you speak English? No, I don't, sorry. Ready? I don't like grand beginnings. Oh, sure. Grand beginning. Okay. Welcome, Manuel. Thank you for coming on the Easy English podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm nervous. You're nervous? Oh, sorry. Now I'm talking too Easy, much. pinch my leg. <laughs> yeah, so Easy has to pinch my leg when she needs to speak. Like, <laughs> my little sidekick. You're not in a podcast studio right now. You're, you're improvising. We are improvising. Pinch my leg. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. But we have to introduce Manuel. That's why I wanted to jump in. We're so Now professional. you have to do it. Now you have to do it. Okay, Manuel, uh, please introduce yourself to the Easy English Podcast listeners. Introduce myself. That's always awkward. Um, like on a dating show. Like, what's your name and where are you from? <laughs> my name is Manuel. I'm from Germany, born and raised in Germany, though. I'm half Polish, as you both know, and I work with Easy German and Easy Languages. And my my big passion in life is podcasts, which is why I'm honored to be on this podcast, because I love podcasts. And my other big pa passion is uh, Oasis. <laughs> and there we go. I pinched Mitch Leck. I can talk now. <laughs> yeah, and um, we also have to say you helped us 
even starting this podcast because you're responsible for all the Easy Languages podcasts. So thank you. Yeah, it makes me really happy that we have uh, a lot of podcasts on the Easy Languages network now. It's it's not just Easy German anymore, and it's so amazing to hear hear all the different shows. You're like the inceptor. You're like Leonardo DiCaprio of the Easy Languages podcast world. See, that could be an Oasis song title, The Inceptor. <laughs> yeah, should, should we go straight into the reason why you're here? Let's do it. Though, can I preface this that I, I'm seriously a little bit nervous because I always tell everybody that I'm a huge Oasis fan, but I feel like I don't actually know that much about Oasis, the band. I just feel like I've listened to all their songs a million times, but I don't... I'm not a proper fan in that I don't really know all that much about the band. So that's why I'm nervous. I, I hope you're not quizzing me. I also love the band, but I don't know anything. <laughs> so, well, I do, but I'm just here to watch you. But there's no quiz. Don't worry. Great. Yeah. I mean, does everybody know who, like, I feel like Oasis, even in the US, is very well known, right? But, but do we need to preface this with like an introduction to the band or is that blasphemous? Because if you don't know Oasis, you know, just... I mean, in other podcasts, they probably would do this, but on the Easy English podcast, we uh, <laughs> we shamble our way through. But yeah, please. It's, it's a prerequisite. <laughs> Everybody knows this now. Yeah, why didn't you, do you... You introduce them how you imagine introducing Oasis if they were to come onto your stage. <laughs> that, that, that is a, a nice thought, you know, if Oasis were to, to play... I don't know. Or on your podcast. O open, yeah, yeah, open a, a podcast show. I mean, Oasis is, I would say, one of the biggest uh, British rock bands that ever existed. I mean, they they were grandiose and they always, they like to compare themselves to the Beatles, which was, I mean, I would like to think that it was meant always slightly, I, I don't know. It's it's hard to say. I, they they definitely thought they were as big as they actually were. You know, they were big. <laughs> um, and it's uh, Liam and Noel Gallagher. I think most people, like even people who didn't listen to them that much, they know that the two brothers had a complicated relationship and fought a lot and were known to be these rock stars. Well, at least Liam was known to be on stage while drunk and stuff like that. I don't know. I'm, I feel like I'm not doing the band justice at all. No, it's, it's good because I feel like their reputation precedes their musical ability nowadays. It's kind of a cult knowledge. Right. The two brothers. I directly jump in there because I once, I never saw them live. That's a bummer. But I once had tickets and I couldn't go because they were fighting. Oh, wow. In Munich. Because Liam, I don't know if he fought Noel, but he punched someone in the face, maybe someone else. But he was then on a police station, I think. Maybe I do the story now, not right. But definitely the gig was cancelled because of a fight. No, that's mm -hmm. why I never saw them. 2003, I think. Crazy. I mean, I don't remember when I started listening to Oasis. I definitely listened to them throughout all of my teenage years. And I was lucky enough to have very close friends, like my best friends when I was a teenager, were also big Oasis fans. And so we just, that was our thing, listening to Oasis. And then we even started a band. And of course, we played their songs. And the song Live Forever became really important to us as a group. And like, we really 
I don't know, there's a lot of meaning attached uh, to it for me personally now. And the first time that I saw them live was at a festival in Austria called the Frequency Festival. I'm not sure if this festival still exists, but at the time, it was the very first festival that I went to. And it was also just one of the most legendary weekends in my life. Can I just read you the, the lineup from that year? Yes. It was Oasis, The Foo Fighters, Queens of the Stone Age, oh. Incubus, and then also a bunch of German bands that I absolutely loved at the time. It was just insane. It was such a good lineup and just kind of a small-ish regular festival in Austria. And it was the first time that I ever crowd surfed or stage dived or whatever it's called. I guess crowd surfing because I didn't jump off the stage. I, I just, you know, someone lifted me up and I was, uh, <laughs> I was surfing the crowd when the Foo Fighters were playing. It was just legendary. But Oasis was actually the first headliner um, the first evening. And they were not in the mood. They did play, but they didn't. I don't think they said a single thing to the audience. They just literally played their songs and left. No encore, no nothing. They just went, played a few songs and left. And I think they were just not in the mood that night or didn't think they should be playing at a festival in Austria. Or I don't know what it was, but it was... The festival as a whole was amazing, but that was a little bit of a, you know, I felt cheated. I was like, finally, I get to see Oasis. And then they didn't really want to play for me. Okay. So many facts here. First, I was the biggest Incubus fan when I was a teenager. I saw them live. Yeah, they great. were so good. Ah, oh, love it. Anyway, um, can we go back to the fact that you had a band? <laughs> <laughs> Do we have recordings? <laughs> um, we did record like a few practice sessions, but we never really played live. Or I guess I then eventually had to leave the band because I spent a year in the US as an exchange student. And then another drummer came on to replace me. And they did play a few tiny shows then once I wasn't in the band anymore. But it was mostly just us having fun. You know, it was it was not really a band band. I was going to ask, what instrument did you play? And when you said you left for the US, I thought, oh, wow, were you like the Liam Gallagher and you stormed <laughs> off? <laughs> exactly. I smashed a few guitars and said, guys, I'm leaving. <laughs> Can I swear on this podcast? <laughs> uh, yeah, why not? Do you have some photo for us to show our members, maybe? Oh, my God. I do have a photo of this. I'm not <laughs> sure I'm ready to share it. Uh, I look very... <laughs> I mean, I I look very teenagey in this photo, but yeah, someone snapped a photo of me crowd surfing. I'll send it to you. You can share it with your members. Sure, that'd be great. Yeah, I, w I can imagine you don't want to be sh shown if you are inadvertently hoisted up <laughs> out of your own will. <laughs> How far did yeah. you make it? Made it pretty far. I made it pretty far. <laughs> I was. I mean, it's so long ago, but I feel like I was up there for quite a while. But I mean, the memory, the memory blurred. What, what would you say that, because you obviously have an American English accent, right? And so I imagine you sort of have more American culture to your, to your knowledge, I guess. Is that right? Yeah, it's true. I mean, I, I spent a year there and then later went back several times for work and stuff like that. So I definitely feel like I'm more more closely connected to 
US culture than UK culture. And I'm learning a lot from your podcast in terms of things that you say and and even cultural quirks and things like that. But with Oasis, I mean, with music especially, there's there's just so many amazing British bands. And not that there aren't amazing bands and artists from the US, but Britpop specifically is just such a... It, it's it's its own genre, right? Like, that's why it's a genre, Britpop. And it's... Yeah, it's special. I don't know. It's It's just... It doesn't compare to anything else. I was born in um, the late 80s, right? So what I was sort of growing up with, it was sort of coming out from this new romantics synthesizer, David Bowie. You know, everyone was wearing these like, goth, you know, like the Cure had like gothics and stuff. And no one really felt like human to me. Everyone was like these big pop stars who had like crazy hair and jazzy clothes. And then Oasis for me was like, oh, it, for me, it was like you can just wear jeans and be in a big band. In a big band, and a parka. Yeah, you can just look like a normal person who comes from a pretty normal background and still be in a band. It was it sort of opened up a whole. That's for me what Oasis kind of. That's what they meant to me. They were kind of the 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 working man's band taking over, and I guess Britpop kind of followed on from that. And so I have a, that's my kind of question for you, like what they kind of meant for you when you heard them. Yeah, and, and and speaking about their background, did you watch uh, Supersonic, the documentary? Uh, yeah, there's so many. I kind of I couldn't tell you what happened in that I one, did. but I watched that one. Yeah, yeah. I just remember, I did see. I think this is even the only Oasis documentary that I ever watched. But I think it came out in 2016, and I remember it's been a while since I watched watched it. But I remember seeing their mom. And how she described, like, yeah, these two brothers, like, they were always fighting. Even when they were little, they were fighting and stuff. Like, and it's it's very true that they came from a very humble kind of working class background, and and then just became these these superstars. You know, it's it's very different than I don't know a Britney Spears or whatever. I don't have a good example of someone who was essentially groomed to be a star. Yeah, not like One Direction. Exactly. They were just regular people. What does Oasis then mean to you? Like how, like, how did it sort of change, affect your life when you, when you heard them? I mean... You were in a band and played their music, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it's also... I don't know if you guys experienced this, but I feel like it happens less frequently now that I'm getting older that music really, really, really touches me kind of at the core of my heart. And I think it's a mix. I mean, it's it's probably because as you're going through puberty and stuff, there's just so many hormones and there's so much going on and you're growing and and then the right song at the right time can just really affect you. But I just really feel like that's what Oasis did for me. Like, and and we didn't listen to. It's also a little bit maybe related to the times because we didn't listen to like Spotify. We didn't listen to playlists. We would literally listen to the albums one at a time. And I remember that sometimes my best friends and I would would go home from a party, but we would go to like my my place or my mom's place, I guess, and we would just decide, okay. Uh, let's have one more beer and put on this album and lie on the floor 
and listen to the album. <laughs> and like that never happens anymore. But I feel like some of these songs just really burned themselves into my heart that way to, yeah, where it's just, I don't know, it's all connected to these, to these people, uh, at least one of which has actually passed since then. And I don't know, there's just so much emotion. That's why Live Forever has a huge emotional connection to my life because that was also his favorite song and yeah i don't know it's just i listened to i'm i'm really glad that i discovered and listened to this band at that time with these people i hope everybody has an experience like that where they make a deep connection to some band during these formative years how you how you described what what the music meant to you i really like it <laughs> made me a bit emotional, but um, obviously your story is very emotional, but also there was moments that like just are frozen forever, you know, with music, like that you always remember like you were back there and it's 20 years ago or, or however long. Um, I get goosebumps now if I think about it. Like you make music just has something that really deepens experiences so, so strongly. I actually, Rana, wanted um, to also ask about your other experience because I know the story. I think Mitch also knows it, but I know it very well. Your second life experience with Oasis was a special one, right? Yeah. So this happened three years after the Frequency Festival disaster. <laughs> um, so 2008, I looked up all the photos. There's a, a radio station in, in, this, in the state that I used to live in in Germany in Northern Westphalia. It's called Eins Life, and it's it's a radio station that basically the core audience is like young people, I would say. And they somehow got Oasis to agree to play a radio concert. And the definition of a I don't know if if the term radio concert is defined, but the the way that they defined it is it's basically a a small, quite small show that they record and then play on the radio later. And in this case, the show was going to be at a club in Cologne that you know very well, easy, Gloria Club. And uh, it holds about 800 people, I think, 800 maximum, 900 people. So it's not tiny, but it's it's definitely small in terms of oasis so they announced this show on the radio and they said okay we're going to there's going to be a lottery or we're going to basically give away tickets on the radio throughout the next few weeks or whatever um but 600 of the tickets we're just going to sell like you can buy 600 tickets and it's the sale is going to be tomorrow in front of Gloria or at Gloria, like at the location at the Gloria club uh, at 12 noon. And so we heard this on the radio or one, one of us, like one of my friends group heard this on the radio and immediately called or texted uh, everybody and said, guys, like this is happening. We need to be there and we need to like leave now. <laughs> and we literally, I remember it was crazy because we listened to this in the evening and we literally like packed our things and drove to Cologne, which was like an hour, an hour by car. 
And we got there at midnight. I remember we got there just after midnight, like 12.05 or something we got there. So exactly 12 hours before the sale. And there were three other people there before us. Like I remember we, we got there and three people sat in front of the entrance of the Gloria Club. And so we sat down with them made friends with them quickly and then more and more people came quickly like i think at at one or two there were only already like 20 people there behind us and they were all like oasis maniacs like several of them had oasis tattoos they all brought like guitars we were playing we we're drinking the police came by and told us to be quiet and it was <laughs> like it was a legendary night like it was crazy we just partied in front of that door the whole night and then i remember by like 6 a.m 7 a.m in the morning there there were i think over a thousand people in that line like i think the line by 6 or 7 a.m was already longer than there were going to be tickets and then the tv came and camera people came and interviewed us and i even i looked at all my photos and i found a clip from from the news report do you let me just play you like the first few seconds. It's in German, obviously, but <laughs> let me just play you this this news report. Oasis! 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 Der Schlachthof zum Run auf die Karten. Heute früh in der Kölner Innenstadt über 1000 Fans warten seit heute Nacht. Wollen beim coolsten Konzert des Jahres am 29. September im. Yeah, you can see the the images now, but they're showing the line, and it's. It's all my friends, like, just, <laughs> just there. <laughs> I don't know. It was such a great experience. Like, even if for some reason we hadn't hadn't gotten the tickets, it would have still been such a great experience. But then obviously we did get the tickets because we were among the first in that line. And that show, for some reason, I don't have any pictures. I don't know if there were, like, no cameras allowed or we consciously decided against bringing a camera or whatever. Smartphones weren't a thing, or at least we didn't have a smartphone. But uh, that show was so amazing. I mean, it was so such a small crowd and the band was actually there and actually played and spoke. And yeah, it was, it was amazing. <laughs> they actually said some words. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Were they drunk? Were they fighting? They weren't fighting. It all felt very harmonious. But then a few years later, they, they separated, right? Do you, do you remember? I think there was like a Paris gig. I feel like it was Paris. Or was it America? Okay, I'm Googling. When did Oasis separate <laughs> last? And it says 2009. Was... Yeah. So it was one year after this concert. Ooh. So it was literally one of the final chances to even see them. And I just feel, I feel so lucky to have been there for this, for this show. Yeah, it's amazing. Sounds amazing. <laughs> we are jealous. I also remember that once we had those tickets, they weren't expensive either. They were like 50 euros or something. Super fair. But then they went on eBay for like thousands of euros. You know, there were people in, in England and in, in the UK that didn't learn about this until it was too late. And they were willing to pay so much money for these tickets. And and I, I remember one of my friends, like, you know, even thinking out loud, like, should we sell these tickets? Like, we could be rich. <laughs> but we're like, no, we're going to the show. <laughs> yeah. And good thing that you did, because, yeah, like you say, not soon after, it was all over. Yep. One, one swipe of a cricket bat and it was all done. Yep. 
Um, yeah, my and so actually my next uh, question is the obvious one, which is do you, do you think they come back? Because I have hope. I mean, I have hope as well. Would you like to see them back? I I would like to see them back. I mean, I I don't think the oasis that we knew and loved could ever come back. Uh, there's just no way that you know the '90s and the early 2000s, or the 2000s. I guess they separated in 2009. Like that time's just not not coming back. Yeah. But I would love for them to put out another album and obviously go on tour. Like I, I remember I saw Noel Gallagher at a festival a few years ago and he played a few Oasis songs and it was just, I don't know, it's just so amazing. Like it's just, you know, True, I would but, love for the two of them to play a show again. But do you not worry that age has taken its toll because I'm a big fan of Depeche Mode and then... I luckily got to see them live and it was horrific. <laughs> yeah. That's you know what true. I mean. Yeah. Some some things are best to, you know, sometimes it's best when things end when they're at their peak. Uh and yeah. It's, it's true. It it could be if they ever got back, especially if they do it from the, for the wrong reasons, right? If they if they got back mm. together because they really start missing each other and they have this they have this album inside of them that they need to get out. That would be great. But if they just, you know, spend all their money and they're like, okay, we got to make, make some money. Let's, okay, let's just go on tour. That would obviously probably be pretty painful to watch. Are they both allowed to always play Oasis songs on their gigs? Yeah. I always wondered this as well. Like what kind of, what are the rules there? And do they get in trouble if they, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know the details, but I, I also assume that they really don't care, like that they will just do whatever they want. Yeah, <laughs> I feel that same way too. Yeah, I hope they don't just do it for the money because I feel that that's why other bands just keep on going when they probably should just pack it up. and mm -hmm. When they spend all the bucks. Yeah. Like Mick Jagger can still swing hips, but he, his voice isn't what it used to be. Yeah. By the way, it's bucks an American word, yeah. Bucks, yeah. What's buck like? Dollar bills, yeah. Like make a quick buck. I think that's that's U.S. English, right? Yeah. What is the British version of that? Um, no idea. What's the exchange rate right now? <laughs> <laughs> um, so um, I have uh, I have something to finish this. Don't be worried. It's not, I'm not going to quiz you. I, I actually have a game for you to play. And it's uh, a Manuel's The Oasis Would You Rather game. Oh my God, but, I'm excited. But, <laughs> don't be, don't build this up. <laughs> <laughs> you were mentioning when you were queuing up for this gig in Cologne that you toyed with the idea of trading the gig tickets for thousands mm. of euros, mm -hmm. potentially. Mm -hmm. So that nicely leads on to The Oasis Would You Rather. Okay. So, It's going to be tough. And let's try to make it quick fire, even though it'll be very difficult, I'm sure. All right. Okay. Hit me. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. So I'm just going to read two things and you have to pick one. So the first one is already difficult. What's the story or definitely maybe? Oh, my God. See, this is now, let me just very quickly look at the, at these, at the list of songs. Oh, yeah. 
So what's the story? Or definitely maybe uh, one year you're, apart. You're cutting out. You're cutting out some hits either way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. What's the story? Morning Guarding Glory starts with "Hello," and I definitely remember just putting on this album and listening the whole way through. Uh, it's got "She's Electric," which I love. It's got "Don't Look Back in Anger." Uh, it's got "Wonderwall," which I at this point don't know if that's a plus or a minus. Uh, <laughs> let's look at definitely maybe. Oh my god! Yeah, I mean, what will nightclubs play at the end of an evening if there's no Wonderwall? <laughs> yeah, not true. the Killers. So, but I'm sorry. Uh, definitely, maybe is definitely maybe the winner here. It's definitely the winner. It, it's got Live Forever. It's got Supersonic. I mean, those two alone. I, I'm sorry. It's just yeah. This this album wins. Yeah, fair play. Okay. Next quick fire question. <laughs> Wonderwall for song or don't look back in anger. Don't look back in anger. I I I Wonderwall is just it's it's been I don't even have the right word. It's been destroyed by its popu- its own popularity. It's just, you know, it's been taken too far. No song can survive this level of popularity. By people playing it by the fire. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And the problem is that, like, everybody does, like, even I, you know, played this song on the guitar and sang horribly to it several times. It's just, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's not, yeah, it didn't survive. Okay. Live forever or morning glory? Live forever. It's, it's, okay, I'll tell you a secret. This is, I mean, it's not a secret, but, uh, it's not a secret secret, uh, but... Exclusive. Yeah, this this song, uh, I, I'm, I put in my will. I don't know if you guys have a will yet, but I'm well prepared as uh, <laughs> some people know, well organized. And uh, this song has to play at my funeral. Like this song means so much to me. And yeah, it's just, I think it's my favorite, wor- my favorite song in the world, basically. So wow. no, no decision there. Okay, let's skip some more songs then. Supersonic or Rock and Roll Star? Ooh, I love both of them, but we played Supersonic with our band in big quotation marks, and so I played it on the drums a lot and Supersonic. Good choice. Great drum piece as well in that that song. Okay, next one. High Flying Birds or Liam Gallagher, The Band? Uh, I like High... I, High Flying Birds is the uh, Noel Gallagher. Yeah. One? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I like that one better. He's just the better singer. I'm sorry, sorry, but he just uh he's just the better singer. And he didn't destroy his voice completely. <laughs> True. Oh, but Liam, I don't know. Yeah, I can never tell what's been processed. I feel like Liam sometimes sounds like he has a good voice still, but then I hear him live and it's mm-hmm. too many cigarettes. They're using some AI there too to <laughs> patch up the rough spots. <laughs> Lee A I am Gallagher. Exactly. <laughs> he should go with that. <laughs> um, and he, I just like the fact that Liam Gallagher re- refers to them as the high flying turds. <laughs> <laughs> he does. I had never heard this. That's amazing. Oh my God. That's amazing. Okay, now we're going to test your the will of how much you love Oasis by comparing Oasis to everyday, <laughs> everyday things and other bands. Are you mm-hmm. ready? Yes. Okay, Oasis or Blur? 
Oasis. Oasis or Coldplay? Ooh, I, I do like Coldplay a lot. And it's definitely on my bucket list to see them live. I was meant, I was going to see them live in Berlin last year, but uh, was sick with COVID that I got at another show. <laughs> um, and so <laughs> had to skip had to skip the Coldplay show. Uh, I think Coldplay, I, they get so much hate because they're also, you know, because they're so popular and sellouts and whatever. But I... I I love Coldplay, um, but if I could only the question is if I could only listen to one of them for the rest of my life. Yeah, why not? <laughs> it, it would still be Oasis. Great. Okay, here we go. The big one: Oasis or the Beatles? Still Oasis. I know this is uh, blasphemous to many people, but <laughs> I I can see the kind of the you know the genius of of the Beatles and the like. You know, I I. I I accept and acknowledge that the Beatles are the Beatles and they don't compare, but I don't listen to the Beatles like mm, okay. uh, throughout everyday life. But I do listen to Oasis. I will put on Oasis here and there. Wow. You know, you're you're sticking strong. Okay, here <laughs> we go. It's going to get tough though. There's a few more left. Oasis or Berlin? Wait, what? So. I, I, what's the question here? <laughs> Do you, I have to? You interpret it how you see it. I can never go back to Berlin, or never yeah. listen to Oasis. Yeah. Holy shit! That okay? That's tricky. <laughs> um, I mean, I would have to look at the exact terms, but if it's literally, I can never <laughs> the contract go to Berlin, not live there, not visit. Then I would give up Oasis at that point. You can stand on the A2 and just look look into mm. it. Great. While I listen to my Oasis songs. <laughs> uh, no, I, I would give up Oasis for Berlin. Ah, here we go. You're break, we're breaking you down. Mm. Okay, here's a big one. Even bigger than Berlin, I think. Oasis or coffee? Ooh, man, Mitch, you know me well. Oh, my God. I mean, Wow. I don't know. I love coffee, but I also feel like I could probably learn to live without it. <laughs> Maybe. I've, you know, oh my God. Is there, can I do like a a trial for like half a year? <laughs> like come off of it, like with like patches, like, cig like cigarette smoke. Yeah, yeah. Just see how it goes. I mean, yeah, I, I think I'd, I'd give up coffee. Uh, yeah, you have to go cold turkey. I, I love role. coffee and it's nice, but it's it doesn't have the same emotional connection, you know? Mm. Okay. Uh, Oasis or the Easy German podcast? Oh my God, come on. <laughs> you can't do that. You can't say like you have to quit your job. You have to you throw out your career <laughs> over this band. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, I'm sorry. I would give up Oasis because... Uh, because I'm a creator and I like creating and that's that like that's you know I mean I could create other things and I will create other things but the, the easy german podcast is what I do now and I love doing it and I I would give up oasis for it okay uh <laughs> can I say come on 
the next one we have to I, I thought I thought okay we'll cut this out but I thought you were going to keep on this big Oasis steam train and uh, the next one was can I Oasis guess? can I guess yeah go on is it is it Oasis or Joanna or something like that no <laughs> it was uh, I, actually it's nothing against Joanna but it's bigger than that it was I put because I thought you were going to keep on saying Oasis 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 I then put Oasis or <laughs> Come on, how can you do that? We have to cut that out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you broke me way earlier than this. So <laughs> we, we can skip it. Yeah, we have to skip it. <laughs> okay, and then um, finally, I think you already kind of answered it. Noel or Liam? No, Noel is, is the more reasonable person and also the better singer. Very good. Oh, thank you so much. <sighs> I'm kind of crying with laughter a little bit from that. <laughs> That was so much fun. That was that was amazing. Uh, yeah, thank you for being a guest on our first guest, first ever guest. Our first oh ever guest. Exciting. Amazing. Please do. Can I can I put a put in a request? Do lots of episodes about all the kind of incredible British artists and bands, and always try to get like a a super fan on. I, I I'm kind of a bad example. Even you should get like the biggest fan you can find. And, and do an episode like this because I think it's really fun. Okay, yeah. Let's try to have Liam on one day. I think it's not enjoyable to have a podcast with him. He's probably just swearing. Probably not. Spitting everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you. <laughs> All right, bloody hell. <laughs> Sorry, we can cut that out. <laughs> Give me more work to do on the editing there. <laughs> and everybody go watch Supersonic. I can really, I, I really like that documentary. I want to watch it again. Yeah, I second that. Mama, thank you for your time. We kept you way longer than we thought. Thank you so much, guys. It was fun. We no. hope you don't miss lunch now. <laughs> no, no, it's it's all good. It's all good. Lunch or Oasis? <laughs>